All right, y'all, man. So I just saw something on the internet. It's kind of trending right now. Jay Prince versus uh, NBA Youngboy. Let me get some context to the situation because I find I follow all of the gossip, the the Negro gossip website, not the Negro gossip websites, but the Negro gossip uh, YouTube channels. You know, DJ Academics. Uh, this is cat named Relatable Odd, Oddball. Um, a few other cats, right? But usually, what they do. Um, they, they don't really break the news. They just, they're kind of like news aggregators. They kind of just spread the news. Um, so, basically, uh, NBA Youngboy is this, this young and up-and-coming rapper. Most people kind of know him for, uh, you know, dating um, Floyd Mayweather's daughter. You know, the Floyd Mayweather's daughter kind of getting into some situation where she she uh, assaulted a girl. Well, he has a house that's in Texas, and his house had gotten robbed. Um, there was some things stolen from his house, and um, you know. I guess the following week or the following day, Jay Prince had recovered all of NBA Youngboy's stolen items. And NBA Youngboy, I guess, saw the Instagram post of Jay Prince and he took it as an affront. He took it as a disrespect because you know, he felt that Jay Prince could have hollered at him behind the scenes. He didn't have to post it online. So he kind of took that like, you know, you think I'm soft. You think I'm one of these bitch ass rappers that's just going to beg you to get my shit back or beg you to get my chain back. So they kind of had a, um, you know, they well, he, NBA Youngboy had some words for him. So... Uh, he went off, you know, he was calling Jay Prince all kinds of names. He's being disrespectful to that, that same kind of Kodak Black type stuff. And Jay Prince, I guess, he, he marinated on it for a day or two. And he just released a response. Uh, basically just saying, hey, you're dumb. You don't realize that I was trying to help you. You know, I talked to your brother. I know who your brother is. He's been solid. But trust me, I'm not a friend or enemy of yours. And let's keep it that way. And we can take it anywhere, any place you want to go. We can, Good or bad, right? So here's the thing, man. I kind of agree with, um, I kind of agree with NBA Youngboy. I kind of agree with NBA Youngboy. Now, this is coming from somebody who's uh who purchased uh Jay Prince Jay Prince's Respect book. He has a book out book out called Respect. You should go uh purchase that. Um you could probably you could probably go download Libby and see if it if you could get it for free. You could read it for free. You could borrow it and download it on on the Kindle app. But it's a book called Respect by Jay Prince. And 
kind of breaks down Jay Prince. Um, you know, he's been he's been behind a lot of history, a lot of just a lot of history, not only in Texas, but he's been behind a lot of history. Most people don't know that um, Jay Prince at some point was in the boxing business uh, managing Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> so Jay Prince. Jay Prince has been around for a long time, and he's been behind a lot of uh, major things, right? Like, most people don't know that when T.I. was young, T.I. was beefing with Little Flip, and Jay Prince was the one that said, hey, look, the beef is over. And they both agreed that the beef was over because Jay Prince said so. And there was no more T.I. versus Little Flip because things were getting serious. So, Jay Prince does a lot of good things. You know, he does a lot of good things in this neighborhood. He he was kind of like the guy before Nipsey Hussle who bought back his neighborhood. You know, bought apartments, did things for people in his community. He doesn't get the shine because he's a, he's a guy that's behind the scenes. And he has a lot of street credibility. His name rings bells in the streets as somebody to be respected. You don't play with Jay Prince because uh, he's not a punk. So here's the thing, man. I, I got a lot of respect for Jay Prince, but I do kind of agree with NBA Youngboy because NBA Youngboy was saying, this is something that you could have called me and talked to, talked to me about behind the scenes. Everything doesn't have to be posted online. You could have got at me on some G shit. Hey, look, you know, I got, I, I got most of the stuff that was stolen from you. Um, whatever, whoop de whoop de whoop, you know. But posting it online, this is kind of like the issue that Jay Prince had when his artist had got slashed across the face, and then Jay Prince had put up a post where he was tagging all of these rappers who grew up in that area, and. These guys were like, look, dude, we're old heads. A lot of these youngsters ain't going to listen to us. And, and then another thing is you tagging us like we your flunkies or something like that. You know, it, it, as a man, it has to be a way that you respect. So this isn't the first time that like Jay Prince has done some things that were kind of like, dude, you don't have to put everything out there like that. You can holler at, at, at people behind the scenes and be just as effective and people know that you're just as thorough so from that standpoint i get it but i also get where jay prince comes from because he's the type of person that if you throw fire at him he's gonna throw fire back at you so he, he felt as a man you're not about to disrespect me you're not about to talk about me a certain kind of way without me not just sitting back and not responding um you know because you're doing too much so I'm going to have to put you in your place because you're doing too much. So that's what that was about. But um, what? here's my thing. You know, there he lives in the state. He, he, he made a comment. He says he made, a, he made a comment to young boy during this statement that said something to the effect of you, you say I need to mind my business, but you don't understand that basically 
Texas is my business. So whatever happens in Texas is my business. So I'm I'm gonna whatever happens is gonna happen, you know, because I I, I am Texas, right? So I thought about that, and mind you, he had an incident where it was some uh, suspected white supremacist racist. Uh, FBI agent that was trying to like put these fake charges on him or try to set him up and kill him or harm, or harm him something to that effect right and so he knows you know what I mean he knows how Texas is so my thing is if Texas is your business all of these this is a problem I have with a lot of gangsters and old, older gangsters and people that have that gangster reputation Number one, you know, you 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 you're you're an elderly man. You know, you got grandkids. You are your reputation speaks for itself, right? There's no need to be getting into these little quarrels or these little uh, these little fights with these little no these little rappers. You know, these little teenage, young twenty year old rappers. You know, these guys ain't ain't no older than 20, 21 years old. There's no need for that. You know, you can have your sons handle that because you're an OG. You know, that's my whole thing, number one. Um, well, that's not actually number one. That's number two. But he shouldn't be arguing with, with no little kids because his sons can handle that. That's light. He shouldn't even have to speak on it because his sons can handle that, right? But number one is you got a lot of white supremacists out in Texas that violate um, that violate black people almost I, I, I mean it happens so often it's ridiculous you know not to say that Texas is some kind of super racist place because I mean I stay in California right and people think oh man California is so liberal you know California is just one of the most liberal places that you could ever live right and it's just racism all all throughout the entire state. So there's no such thing as just like, oh, this place is more racist than this place. I mean, every place is racist. I won't say the South is more racist than the West or the North or the East. It's, it's like it, we live in an entire global system of racism. But I'm just saying that there's a lot of things happening in, this, in the state of Texas. I remember back when some bartender, it was a white bartender. He was just smacking his black sister up. And I mean, <laughs> where was this gangster stuff, this gangster talk then, right? There's all kinds of race soldiers out in Texas just violating black people left and right. So if Texas is your business, I mean, why speak up when there's some kind of, you know, one of these mumble rappers or one of these... You know, these mumble rap, these kids is young. They on drugs. They on, uh, you know, they on lean. They on all of these Percocets and all this stuff. These dra these rappers don't know what the hell's going on. Why argue with this person or say that this, you know, you want to regulate against them. But the suspected white supremacists out there that are actually harming black people, there's no, there's no regulating with that. See, that's my only problem. I, I don't like that. I don't like that stuff where it's like. See, this is what I was seeing with a lot of blacks in, in out here in uh, 
Los Angeles, where there now no now don't get me wrong. There's some Mexican gangs that um, beef with black gangs, and so a lot of out of towners they'll see a Mexican be like, oh mayate this or nigga this or those are some niggers or some da -da 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 -da, blah blah blah, right? So they'll be like, from the outside, they'll be like, dude, how is these Mexicans saying the N-word? And how are they doing this? Or how are they, and the blacks ain't doing nothing or whatever? And it's a very complex thing. It's a very, very, very complex thing, right? Majority of Mexicans, I would say, uh, tend to be cool with black people. You know, and cool, cool in a way like, yeah, you know, what's up? We, we cool or whatever, we go to work or together, or we, we hang with each other, we cool, right? Some even some even have um, interracial relationship with other black people, right? But um, a lot of times what you see with these gangsters, right? A lot of crips, a lot of bloods, a lot of gang members, right? These dudes will be like, oh man, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's brown, like basically it's black and brown unity. But the black and brown unity is usually one-sided, right? It's usually, now I can't speak on the entire, I can't say that with every city, right? But like there are certain sections where the racial tension is just thick. Like there's a, there's a part of South Central where there was a like 20 year war between the East Coast Crips and the big one of the biggest Mexican gangs, Florencia 13. And that beef has recently been squashed. Like, there's... The, the war is nowhere near what it used to be. You know, there's not casualties dropping as much as, as it used to be. Like, let's just say in 2005 or something like that. So, people would be like, dude, why are the blacks beefing with black, you know, uh, uh, let's just say, for instance, out here, there's a gang called Rolling Sixties, right, and that's where Nipsey Hussle was from, but then there's another gang that's called the Hoover, Hoover Crip, or not, not they're not Crips, uh, just only one gang, only, they're not really Crips, they, they claim Hoover, and Hoover is just what they claim, it's not really Crip or Blood, it's just Hoover, it's only one section that claims Hoover Crip, right? But majority of the gang, they claim Hoover. But that's like one of the biggest arch rivals to Rolling 60s. And the Rolling 60 and the Hoover, they won't get along. It's it's like, it's like, no, nah, it's World War Four. We're gonna go at it, we're gonna keep clashing, we're gonna keep going at it, we're gonna keep killing each other until we just run out, until the uh, funerals run out of paper. Until we don't have no more, until we have no more, um, you know, paper to, 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 to print out on, for funerals. So you'll see that, right? But when it comes to another race, when it comes to a Mexican game, it's like, oh no, let's, let's talk, let's squash this or whatever. So in a sense that, that makes black people look weak, uh, especially out here on the West coast, because we're quick, we're quicker to like, when it comes to like a race war, we're quicker to like, oh, let's hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. 
Let's talk about this. Hold on. We're quick to do that with another race, but when it's, when it's with us, it's like, nah, it ain't no fucking beef. You know, I mean, I mean, it ain't no stopping. We're going to keep killing. It's still going to be gunplay. It's never going to be no truce, right? And that's a shame. That's a weakness. That's really a weakness amongst blacks. It's like we, we can't, there will never, ever, ever, ever be a truce. There will never, ever be a truce between certain gangs. Right, even if even if the gangs decide that look, we're gonna shake hands and we're gonna talk it out, or whatever, there's still gonna be gunplay. There's still gonna be death. There's, so it's not gonna be a hundred percent truth because people have had grandfathers, uncles, aunts, a whole. They've it's been like fat in generations of families of gang banging. Right, so you're pretty much born into it, you know, and. I'm just saying, man, you know, <laughs> I was just seeing, I was just posting up something like not even a month ago where the black people were, you know, basically apologizing to the, to the, to the Mexicans. Like, Hey, I'm sorry. Because it was a, a couple goofballs that were like messing with some Mexican vendors. So it was a couple goofballs messing with some Mexican vendors and the Mexicans was like, "Look, dude, it's 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 about to go down. We about to we about to turn up. We about to start harming black people, right?" So, number one, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I when I saw that, I'm just like, "What is up with this?" You know, I'm seeing these these some of these gangs, some of the dudes that were fighting or sticking up for the Mexicans are the same dudes that will not truce with another black gang. So that's that's why I say we just we just you know unity is our one of our biggest weaknesses. No matter what, this is why this is one of the biggest reasons why white supremacy is is almost like impossible. Because there's always there's always it's they know that the most most other groups know that this is a weakness of ours. This is a weakness of ours. We, we're not, you know, there's no unity among us. And it's easy to get us to bicker amongst each other for whatever differences. But um, I saw that with Jay Prince and I'm like, dude, so you gonna ride on this this young ignorant dude who's probably the age of your of a, of a grandson of yours or whatever you know he's 21 <laughs> or a child or a son of yours you know younger than your son a nephew like your nephew's age you're gonna ride on him but the white supremacist is right now running around here smacking black people up uh killing black people putting hanging up nooses and all kinds of stuff yeah, they get the, they get a pass you know, and I'm just saying, like, us as black people, man, we got to, you know, we got to get it together, man, when it comes to, to to unity. When I say unity, I don't mean, like, us just getting along just to be getting along, but we got to have a code amongst each other where we just, you know, it's like, hey, man, but really disappointing to see that from um, Jay Prince, you know, it's like, Jay Prince, number one, you you too old. You can have your you can have your sons handle this. This is this should be like, come on. It just looks ridiculous from an optics point of view. And I'm out.